Now batting for the sports animal, your afternoon drive. Number two, men on, Van Nunley and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Thursday, Albuquerque. You know what that means. That means the boys are here and we're doing our NFL preview show. Let's go. Joining us today and for the entirety of of this bad boy is our NFL savant, uh, our very own, make sure I got this right, like... Like 12 years old? Is that right? 12 years old? Uh, 15. 15 <laughs> Ryan Ramirez, welcome to the program, brother. Yeah, hey, welcome for... back to the program. Welcome. Okay, I mean, multi-timer yeah. now. He's been on the show a few times. <laughs> kind of knows that thing. But uh, yeah, I, you've joined us previously when we were doing NFL draft coverage. Uh, but there's nothing you love more in the game, and there's nothing we love more than your enthusiasm. So <laughs> here we go to go. So Ryan, uh, we're going to start in the AFC West, and then boys, I think we'll just move across the entirety of the whole thing, the whole program. And by the end of it, we'll have playoffs and Super Bowl predictions, and it'll be a whole NFL preview deal. Okay. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm super into Sounds it. Sounds good to me. The, uh, obviously, the the reason we're talking so much football is the NFL's right around the corner. Uh, the Highlands Cowboys play tonight, so that's going to be good. Highlands and Eastern tonight, so the Greyhounds are going to catch that L. Good. You know like it. Like that a lot. <laughs> United tomorrow, and then Saturday. Saturday's the big one. Lobos, uh, Maine is visiting. Should be a big win for the Lobos at home if they do all those things right. You are exactly right. I predict a big win, big home crowd, a good start for the Lobos. Better be. Yeah. Boy's going to lose it if it's not. Better be. So uh, starting the AFC West, let's do predictions, boys. Kind of my view is we're going to talk about um, what we like about them, what we don't like about them, where we think they're going to finish. And to me, the AFC West is the best division in football with the three best quarterbacks in football and also Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Not only is it the best <laughs> division in football now, it's one of the most stacked divisions in the history of football. Okay, Ryan, I mean, is that true? Yeah, I think it's pretty <laughs> true. Uh, I mean, the, all the quarterbacks are Pro Bowl caliber, and they all have deep, good defenses, offenses. I mean, there is, I don't think there's any division that's close to Wait, better. hold up. All three of these quarterbacks? No. No. It's like this. Herbert, Wilson, car and then so far at the bottom patrick mahomes and if kansas city wins a single game like i'll i'll buy everyone in here a uh what, what do kids drink capri sun um well i can't say i agree with that but uh <laughs> i'd say probably i'd put herbert then mahomes i'm writing this down then car then wilson Ooh, right. wilson at the bottom yeah a lot of angry Broncos fans here in Albuquerque right now, Ryan. He's one bad play call away from being a Super Bowl champion quarterback. One bad play call. Play call or throw? Pa- Patrick Mahomes on purpose lost a Super Bowl just because he had to run 500 extra yards behind the line of scrimmage every play. I set a record. Yeah. Is, is yeah. that, it, it is literally a record, right? From yeah. like like non-gained yardage yardage. Mm-hmm. Like it's a record. Mm-hmm. Guy's terrible. But all the way through, you you do. You think it's going to go the way of the quarterback, or do you think uh, teams that maybe don't necessarily have the best quarterback in the division might have a chance to come out ahead? I think it's probably going to be teams without the best quarterback in the division. Okay, so all right, let's, let's break it down then, boys. I don't personally think that Kansas City will win a game. I personally think they're terrible. They got no leadership. Wide receivers are garbage. There's nothing to them. But you guys don't think they're going to finish dead last. Well, here's the thing, Fred. Yeah. For once, we agree. That's what I'm talking about. Not because Patrick Mahomes 
isn't one of the best on the planet. Okay. But because their schedule is brutal. They're in first place last year. Their divisional draws, they play stone cold killers every week of the year except for two games. Kansas City Chiefs only got two guaranteed wins all year, and everything else is up for debate. I have Kansas City floating around 500 and missing the playoffs, even with Mahomes, even with Kelsey, even with all the weapons that Mahomes has. Sorry, Chiefs fan. No playoffs for you this right, year. So far, we got the Chiefs in dead last. Yes, we do. Okay, where do you have them, Ryan? Okay, I, uh, that's pretty brutal right there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have them finishing second in the division. Okay, that's wrong, but I'm going to write it down. <laughs> uh, I personally am pretty high on Patrick Mahomes because I think he's got Kelsey. I think Kelsey is the best tight end in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty close now with Andrews, but um, I think he's the best tight end of the league. Um, he's got... He's got decent receivers. They're much... I mean, he doesn't have Tyreek Hill anymore. That's a big loss. But they got Juju Smith-Schuster, and they still have McCole Hardman. So I think there's there's still that speed aspect there. And then uh, they finally have the route runner in Juju Smith-Schuster. And defensively, I think they're good at creating turnovers. So I think once you get the ball in Patrick Mahomes' hand, if you can do that enough... You can win games. Okay, I think the Chiefs are going to lose a lot of 42-43 games this year. Do you, are you guys sitting here looking at me? Well, first of all, yes, you're insanely right. Yeah. Are you? Do you guys look at like um, like Mahomes and uh, Andy Reid? Do you guys look at Reid and Mahomes the same way that people for so many years looked at Belichick and Brady? Do you think it's that same kind of connection, or do you think it's it's not that significant? Uh, a step down, but close. Yeah, Andy Reid is one of the best coaches of our generation, mm-hmm. but he's not a Belichick. No, not even close. Yeah. Ryan, yeah. where do you fall on that? Do you think that relationship's a yeah, big deal? I agree with him. I, I think it's a step down, like he said. Um, I mean, Bill Belichick is one of the best coaches ever. Andy Reid is also one of the best coaches ever. But the Bill Belichick Tom Brady connection was just—it was just different. Like they—they were just so much closer. I feel like than Mahomes and Andy Reid. Ryan, if you got. Kansas City in second. Who do you have winning the West? Chargers. Okay. Now, well, I mean, I think so. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Are we all in agreement here? Why? Well, how could you not be? Like they have the best quarterback. I think they got the best running back in the division. And talking about the Broncos with Russell Wilson coming over, Russell Wilson only knows offenses where he hands the ball off. And to, I think to win in this division, you have to throw the ball a lot. And I don't think Russell Wilson is the guy when Herbert is there. And by the way, I think Derek Carr with the wide receiver that they stole from Green Bay because he was no longer crazy like the Green Bay quarterback. I think the Raiders have a chance if they don't finish first to finish one loss behind first. Uh, yeah, I see either second or third. Denver and Vegas can flip-flop depending on injuries. And you know, we could say this ad nauseum, if X player gets hurt, their season's over. If X player gets hurt, oh, their sure. season's over, whatever. But I, like I said, I see Kansas City missing the playoffs, playing well, but missing the playoffs. Denver in second. I think Denver's defense is the real deal. Russell Wilson has some really good wide receiver <sighs> weapons. So wrong. And they got a two-headed monster in the backfield. Do you got, think Javante Williams is part of a monster? Yeah. No, he's Gor- barely a third Melvin, guy. Melvin Gordon the third. And Javante Williams are studs, like and they're going to they're going to give a lot of help to Russell Wilson. I got Denver finishing second, Vegas finishing third. Both of those two teams making the playoffs. Let's keep in mind, quick tidbit on the Raiders: they had the disaster of all disasters last season, still made the playoffs. 
They have a more cohesive unit, and they saw where they came from. So they're going to form like Voltron this year, play some good games, win some tough games, make it into the playoffs. Uh, so you, you went to Jamal Williams, or that's Javante. Right. Javante. Javante, yeah, sorry. Yeah. No. <laughs> and then uh, Melvin Gordon. Yeah. I think Javante Williams is a stud. I think he's Boom. easily going to this year emerge as the starting running back for them. Correct. Melvin Gordon is good, but I think it was an interesting decision to bring him back because I think Jamal Williams is just, or Javante Williams is just uh, a better player. And and he's got a lot of upside. I think Melvin Gordon has probably reached his peak. Um, and then I think I have Broncos finishing third, Raiders finishing fourth. But I think every team in the division, uh, Broncos and Raiders, finish above 500. Nice. Is so the- does the whole AFC West make the playoffs? No. No? No. Okay. Who's the odd man out? Chiefs. Raiders. Raiders at the oh, back end? Oh. <sighs> So, so in the first segment, you've thrown shade at the Broncos. That's what I see, yeah. You've thrown shade at the Raiders. Hates the fan You're going to have to watch your back yes, at school tomorrow, bro. Uh, <laughs> Friday's going to be a rough day <laughs> for old Ryan Ramirez. Who's, hey, how's the football team looking over there at Academy? What's oh, I, I think we're looking great. Yeah. Uh, especially defensively. Yeah. Um, I mean, we've, we've basically had two defensive shutouts so far. So. Okay, I mean, basically, <laughs> just basically. Stupid special teams, letting up stupid points. <laughs> the, the, I tell you what, here's why I think you boys are wrong about the Broncos. The, I think they have the best defensive player in the division. I think Patrick Sertain is the one guy. So if you are like the Raiders or if you are like the Chiefs, not so much the Chargers. I think they can spread it around. But I think he's the guy who can cover a guy. And I don't see that anywhere else in the whole division unless I'm an idiot. I mean, Russell Wilson threw shade at his old team recently. Yeah. I had to throw the whole team on his back. That's not 100% true, but it's definitely not the case anymore. He's got help on both sides of the ball. Russell Wilson's still Russell Wilson. Is Nathaniel Hackett a part of Russell Wilson's success to you if he can try to recreate the success he had with Aaron Rodgers all those years in Green Bay? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, Russell Wilson. I mean, he's got every opportunity there is. I'm just so high on the Chargers. I think there's a, a plenty of scenarios that can play out where Denver takes a division and Denver's the favorite in the AFC besides my Buffalo Bills. And I think Chargers have the better skill players. Justin Herbert's the truth. I think they have the easiest path to win the division. Unofficial all-star team over on the Los Angeles Chargers? Is that what you think? Uh, I mean, I think the Chargers have a ton of talent. But the, the if the Broncos hit their peak... And I think they can be one of the best teams in the NFL this year. I may have thrown some shade at them, but <laughs> <laughs> if they hit their peak, because they have a ton of talent, then I think they could win the division. Herbert, Eckler, Allen, Williams, keep going. Obviously, the defensive yep. side of the ball, the, the guy that loves Trump, what's his name, Joey Bosa. Like, There's so many dudes that can go out there and just go sure. for that team. And Loaded. Be- because left off, left off one of the best safeties in the game, Derwin James. Okay, I mean we don't big playmaker. All right, that's a position that doesn't matter. We've had this talk before. <laughs> you want me to talk about Rashawn Slater? Get some excellent blockers out there, guys. Like it's not. It don't work like that. It only matters at the skill. It only matters at the skill. And they're loaded we, in that too. We don't have consensus, but I believe it's going to be Chargers, Vegas, Denver, Kansas City. How close is that to you guys? I have Chargers winning the division. Denver and Vegas both going to the playoffs. Chiefs floating around 500 somewhere and missing the playoffs. Ryan? 
I got Chargers, Kansas City, Denver, and then Las Vegas, and I have Denver and Kansas City. All right, going to bet your lunch money on that one, that's for sure. Let's grab one where we get back more with Ryan Ramirez, who's our NFL savant, uh, goes to academy, like like stud football. What are you doing? You playing tackle or guard? What's up? Guard right now. Okay. I mean, what, they just waiting to put you out there? They're yeah, like, I guess. <laughs> that's what the, the island's not for you yet? They're like, one more season, Ryan. We got gotcha. you. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> uh, but uh, who do you guys got this weekend? Oh, uh, we got Hope. Hope Christian. Okay, well, they got it coming to them. Oh, my goodness. Those poor guys. Yeah, poor kids. I mean, you know how it is over there. That's a, it's either Academy or Hope. Those are the two. And whenever you pick the one, you have to hate the other one. Sure. Yep. Is that correct? That's pretty <laughs> yep. close to correct. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. There's only one Rome, and there's only one home for Rome. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Welcome back to the program. Big thank you to John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy, who sponsors the studio. Big thank you to Mexico Pinion Coffee, who powers us. Big thank you to the YMCA of Central New Mexico, where we start, well, as many days as we can. You know, I'm, you're starting to fall in love with your fellers, man. What's up? You well, to... I've been there two days in a row. Okay. I can get in a tester sitting right across the way like right a, here. Like a, like a lie detector is what you call a tester? Hey, a tester. The, Detector. Detector, not a, a tester. Test. It's not lie a tester. <laughs> so stupid. Two different words, Fred. I don't accept. Don't accept you, you, at all. You might need to start playing Wordle or something, doing a crossword. I've never played that in my life. Okay. We spend our evenings <laughs> at Hollow Spirits. We are there, not this week. We're there next week? Question mark? Or are we there Friday? It's Friday. Tomorrow. Help me with the math on this. Hollow Spirits tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> YMCA, I believe... Next, the week after. Okay, got it. Yes. So, Hollow Spirits tomorrow. So, come hang out with your boys at Hollow Spirits only on the program till 6 o'clock tomorrow as Isotopes Baseball takes over this broadcast. And a big thank you to New Mexico's Vodka Teller Vodka as, uh, well, I enjoy that. I'm going out to the cabin this weekend. Yeah, baby. So, I'm going to have it at while I'm out there. And then, when I get back to town, Labor Day Monday, we'll be doing the friend of the show fantasy draft at Howie's. twelve five hundred Montgomery Boulevard, the intersection of Montgomery and Tramway. Come hang out with your dudes. We just did the AFC West where we couldn't agree at all except that San Diego's coming out of the AFC West. Great. Ryan Ramirez, lead the way on the AFC East. How do you have Buffalo? How do you have Miami? How do you have New England? And how do you have New York, the Jets, finishing out there? So I think we'll start at the bottom with the Jets. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think it's going to, I think they're going to improve from last year for sure. Uh, Under the hope that Zach Wilson gets back quickly. Um, and then their defense is looking decent this year. If their defense can play well, then they they could maybe get like a 500 record. Um, That's and then, so generous. You're like sure. the nicest cat ever. <laughs> There's They won't get five wins. Yeah. And then going to New England, they got, they got Mac Jones, and then they have Who? a lot of running backs. <laughs> back, so, back then they didn't want me. No, I'm hot. They all on me. Mac, Mac Jones. Jones. <laughs> yeah, the, Mac Jones, I think, is the truth in the division right now outside of Allen. And you, obviously, we're all going to take Buffalo. I think that goes without saying. Not even yeah. close. <laughs> not even. Also, yeah. so not even close. We're talking like 15 wins, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're going to be pretty good this year. Bet Buy the over on the Bills. No matter what it is. Buy the over, for sure. <laughs> I think when the best player in your team might be the best player in the league, I always take the over on 15. 
And the NFL is going to make sure that Josh Allen can do things that get highlights. They're going to make sure he's on the NFL Network. They're going to make sure he's on SportsCenter. They're going to make sure he's getting spotlighted as opposed to, like, New England. Who's their best player? I'm being serious. Hunter Henry? Who's their best player? Their best player just <laughs> left and is now on the Chargers. It's, what? That's yeah. true. <laughs> Unacceptable to me that they're just uh, giving up. Didn't they have like 18 first-round draft picks in the last three years? How many of those guys are on the team? Two? They're all bombs. Yeah. They're, yep. No one hits out there. No one at all. So I think Buffalo is going to run away with this one. And you're starting at the bottom with the Jets. I also have the Jets at the bottom. Van, where you put in the other side of New York. Okay, well, the Jets are a first-round pick candidate. They have some promising young players. First but they're pick candidate. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, sorry, first overall pick yes. candidate. Excuse me. Uh, strike that, reverse it. Mm-hmm. I have both Miami and New England floating around 500. Uh, a, ga- a close game or two will decide their fate. But the Bills are obviously the class of the East. They're going to be my number one seed and get a bye in the AFC East. Josh Allen is everything. He's he's up next. He's going to be the A number one class of the NFL after uh, Brady and Rodgers are gone. So I think it's going to be smooth sailing for the Bills. Again, I'll say this over and over again, injuries notwithstanding. But the Jets are going to be an absolute expletive deleted show. Uh, New England, you know, Belichick will get creative. He'll eke out some wins. Uh, if Tua can take that next step, Miami might do some damage. I think but he's a guy this year, by the way. You do? I think he's a dude. He's a dude? Okay, that's it. I'm he's just... got. Hey, he's got the weapons. Hey, I'll if... support that in a moment, but I think he's a dude. Okay. Real life talk we're doing, but if you're also a fantasy guy... I think he's a dude. So, yeah, in summation, the Bills will breeze through the East and breeze through the AFC. Ryan, help me out here. Uh, I actually agree with a lot of what he said. Yeah, uh, Miami, New England floating around 500. I do think Miami has, I think their peak potential is about 11-6 and six this year. I think they could be good. They could be bad. It really depends a lot on Tua, honestly. Because if you don't have a good quarterback, you can't win games. So the thing I think that keeps me from putting like wins in Miami's column or wins in New England's column or wins in New York's column is that Buffalo will have all of the wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if they have all the wins, the other teams have none of the wins because I don't expect Buffalo to lose a division game all year. I just, it's not going to happen. So give me Buffalo at the top. Uh, flip-flop the middle with Miami or New England. I think I see Miami come out ahead on that. But I'm talking like if New England has eight wins, Miami has 8.5 wins. Sure like it's, it's not going to be a separation. And then New York, um, it's not New York's year this year. It's New York's year in two years. Yeah, two or three. Yeah. Yeah, they're putting together some really good young pieces. If Zach Wilson is eventually that dude and they get him an offensive line, Jets fan, the future's bright. Yeah. You have to get over the one-year thing. That's hard for New York. Yeah. Because New York wants it, like, right here, right now. By the way, everyone does. I'm just saying. Sure. Yeah. But the fan base is like, let's go. And the thing is, on your second-year quarterback, let's keep him safe and then go get some talent in the offseason and through the draft and make it happen. So put the Jets at the bottom for some time to come. For me, put the Patriots probably next, although I think Mac Jones is also a dude. I think this is a division of dudes. But unfortunately, they have the dudest of all dudes in Josh Allen. Yeah, uh, Mac Jones is like the last bastion of the old, tall, mm-hmm. slow, mm-hmm. white, accurate quarterbacks. Like he's cut from the Tom Brady cloth. I mean, you know the crush that Belichick has on Brady. Yeah, of course he drafts a guy just like Brady. But I think he's Mac Jones is going to be the last 
NFL quarterback that can't run? <sighs> it's low ceiling with everyone around him, too. So it, because he can't run, it really limits like what you do offensively. And it's like, how many guys do you have anymore that are able to, because they don't come up in college learning it this way, able to protect like a quote-unquote stagnant pocket? And then, Ryan... Like create an offense where it's like, hey, we have a guy go down, we have a guy go mid, we have a guy go short, and then we got a safety valve because people don't run that offense anymore. Yeah, that's like it's tough to run this day and age. You've got to have a quarterback who can move in the pocket. He's got to be able to make plays with his legs. He's got to be able to scramble. He's got to create time because the defensive linemen are just getting better and better and zone better. blocking. Yeah, like it's yeah. it's a whole different concept than what it used to be. Mm-hmm. And like you're saying, Ryan, just to piggyback off that, it's it stands so unique that. One, it's hard to to do it yourself, but two is the other side of that coin. Other teams don't know what to do against it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think with that, that's where you like, if you're the Patriots, you might get a win against or two against the Dolphins or against the Jets, but you don't, I don't think you end up anywhere near the Bills who are 15 and four on the year. Yeah, the Bills are going to just destroy that division. <laughs> it's not even close. <laughs> the, how do you boys feel about Diggs and Davis? Is that the best duo as far as wide receivers in the league? It No, but it's close. Okay. Yeah, it's close. I got Cincinnati's group ahead of them, Tampa Bay's group ahead of them. There's a couple other guys that are equal, but they're up there. Ryan, your guy who respects defense. Is Vaughn Miller the piece that puts Buffalo over, or is he just another guy? I think he's one of the pieces that puts him over because they've struggled with pass pass rush in the past. They've been drafting players to improve that, like uh, Gregory Rosu. Uh, I think Von Miller is going to be a good leadership piece on that defense, especially to help all the young linemen they have. Mm-hmm. I think I've got him for like 11 sacks this season. That's way more than I have, Matt. <laughs> hey, the good thing about Von Miller this year is he doesn't have to take 70 snaps a game. You could put him a couple plays a series, keep him healthy, keep him rested, and right. make sure he just has an impact. If you don't think Diggs and Davis is the best duo wide receiver, do you have that conversation about Hill and Waddle? Are Hill and Waddle so good, or is Hill that good and Waddle is a maybe a 2B that that combined skill set makes them the best duo? I think it's going to be really cool to watch this year. What does Tyreek look like without Mahomes? And same thing, what does Devontae Adams look like without Rodgers? Are they standalone elite receivers? Are, are they just riding on the backs of an elite quarterback or some kind of mix of both? Ryan, you play fantasy? Uh, yes, I do. You going to touch Tua this year or no? No. <laughs> <laughs> He's just too much of a risk in my opinion. It's just there's a lot of upside and there's a ton of downside. That's that academy education right well, there. I mean, you know, risk aversion. It's, well, I mean, we take him in the last round, boys. It's a lower risk. I mean, it's, not like, <laughs> it's keeper league. Who knows what he might be. Plus, might be. Ryan hates left-handed people. Is that true? You've been saying that? Uh, I mean, I haven't said it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think left-handed quarterbacks don't exactly do as great as righties. I mean, there's not as many. But, I mean, I guess Michael Vick proved me wrong for sure. Wow. Well, <laughs> That was I mean, a long exception ever. Yeah. Best left-handed quarterback. Steve Young. Got to be Steve Young. Steve Young. Who else would it be? Got to be Steve Young. Michael Vick. Not Michael Vick. It's Steve Young. Steve Young was Michael Vick before Michael Vick was Steve Young. Strike that, reverse it. You know what I meant. Sure. Slurm or Yemen a flang dang demo. Well, okay. Lost me on that one. <laughs> Sorry. So just to recap our AFC East, we have it finishing in what order? Ryan, you go first. I got Buffalo, 
first, uh, Miami second, New England third, and Jets last. Same. Ditto. Okay. All right. That was easy. Look at us. Only Buffalo comes out of the division for the playoffs? Correct. Yeah. I don't hate that at all. I'm making a little note here. Buffalo out of the division. Ryan said don't touch Tua. All right. Got that (laughs) down. When we get back, boys, uh, we'll jump down to the next one. AFC North, mm. okay? So it's the AFC North when we get back. Uh, obviously, there's a bunch of bangers up there in Baltimore and Cincinnati and Cleveland. And um, I think traditionally you kind of always started that list with Pittsburgh, too, which I obviously almost left off. So we're going to have a good conversation about that. It's a good program thus far today. We're doing our NFL preview. Ryan Ramirez is joining us. He's the, uh, well, he's the two-man on NFL savant is what he is. Yeah, baby. And speaking of two-man on, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Sound off right now at 246-0610. Come on! Welcome back to the program. Welcome back to NFL Breakdown. It's a Thursday. Boys are enjoying the, uh, you call it the pill? Was that that in tune of Dave Matthews? Was that that what that was? In a boy's dream. That's what I heard. That is what I was doing. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, AFC North Breakdown, our NFL savant Ryan Ramirez is with us. We're uh, we're getting you as you get out of the office. Welcome to the 430 hour. Okay, boys. Baltimore, cool. Cincinnati, cool. Cleveland, Pittsburgh. What do you guys think? Ryan, you want to kick this one off? Yeah, I'll start this one. So I think uh, I'll start from the bottom again. Okay. Okay. I think this year I've got Cleveland at the bottom. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've got Cleveland at the bottom for the main reason that Jacoby Brissett is going to have to be their starting quarterback. I think out of backup quarterbacks, Jacoby Brissett is a good option. Mm -hmm. But he is not a starting quarterback for 11 games. And I think... The talent is just there, but I, I said it earlier, you just have to have a quarterback, a good quarterback to win games. Uh, and then I got then I got Pittsburgh. I always would like to put Pittsburgh higher, but this year, once again, they've got a young quarterback in Kenny Pickett. I don't know if they're going to start him. They have not made that decision yet. Uh, and then they got Mitchell Trubisky. I think both have a lot of upside, but I just don't think both are ready to lead a team to the playoffs. Uh, defensively, they're good, but I think defense just doesn't win championships anymore. <laughs> hard yes. Insane hard sure. yes. Could not agree more. <laughs> yeah. If you put even a single dollar over the minimum on the defensive side of the ball, you're wasting money. <laughs> yeah, did you hear that, Vital? Sorry, yes. <laughs> sorry about our Packers. <laughs> not, Elite yeah. defense mm, doesn't matter. Don't mean nothing. Yeah. The, I don't see anyone separating from the pack over here. Van, I'm going to let you bring up the rear. It, to me, it's the Bengals to win, but it's only the Bengals to win with, like, 10 wins. I don't see I don't see like stud anything in this one. So if you were giving me like Cincinnati, you were giving me Baltimore, you're giving me Pittsburgh, you're giving me Cleveland in that order, I would say cool, did they finish 10, 9, 8 and 7 wins? I wouldn't be surprised at all. I don't think I don't think anyone in this division is is worth even tuning into on Sunday. Um Yeah, actually give them to me in that order. Cincinnati, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Cleveland. Uh, yeah, I got the same thing, but I would not be surprised if Lamar Jackson absolutely goes off this year. He got insulted by not getting his contract. Making a really good point. In a contract year. They got rid of his favorite toy. He's got a couple emerging young receivers. But if they could have a balanced run game and let Lamar do Lamar things, he could go off and have another MVP caliber season. It's been a couple years, but 
Don't forget that Lamar Jackson was recently the best player in the NFL. Don't let that fall out of your head. Why are you worried about Hollywood Brown leaving, though, if, and this is just from memory in this moment, I don't have a single memory of Lamar Jackson making a big throw or a big completion or win anything. Well, everything Hollywood Baltimore, Brown kept dropping all of the He would drop players. them all. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And the tight end, what's the tight end's name? He's pretty good. Mark Andrews. Thank Mark you. Andrews. Yeah, Mark Andrews can go a little bit. But every play that won games for the Baltimore Ravens with their quarterback was via the leg. Yeah, like, sure. he only run. Baltimore know that. They don't need Hollywood Brown. Hollywood Brown's a head job. But that's, that's the great thing about the Ravens, because you could stack eight men in the box to try to stop their – got a trio of quality running backs, and, of mm-hmm. course, Lamar Jackson. And then, poof, the next thing you know, 80-yard touchdown over the top. So I really like Baltimore this year. I got Baltimore being the wild card in the North. You know, somebody has to make the playoffs that's not in the <laughs> AFC West. Yeah, Somebody outside of the AFC West has to make the playoffs, and I have that being the Baltimore Ravens. But, look, top of the division, the North, Joe Burr, he's the truth. If it's, if it's not Josh Allen, if it's not Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, he's up next. Same he's, with jo- he's the next guy. Same with Joe Burrow's team, dog. Jamar Chase's team? It's Jamar Chase's team. It, it could be Jamar Chase's team. It could be Joe Mixon's team. It could be Joe Mixon's team. Joe It could be a above-average defensive team. It could be T. Higgins' team. team. It be Tyler I, Boyd's team. The North is going to be a war of attrition, just like the West. I don't think there's going to be any 13-14, 15-win 14, team, but Baltimore and Cincinnati are both going to be double-digit win teams. Mm-hmm. And then Pittsburgh is going to eke out a couple, too. I have Pittsburgh missing the playoffs but winning a bunch of close games, showing a little promise. I see Trubisky going 500-ish halfway through the season. Pittsburgh uh, Steeler Nation gets upset. Here comes Kenny Pickett. He goes 500-ish again. But Kenny Pickett, you know, Pennsylvania guy. Like, they want him there. The fan base wants him there. So he's going to get a a legitimate shot. And then, of course, the bottom of the division, a super talented roster that's fooled me. Over and over and over again the past few years. Baker never took that corner. Weird injuries. Uh, Miles Garrett tried to kill a guy. Um, you know, Cleveland has a talented Did roster. Kill a guy. <laughs> <laughs> One helmet. Allegedly. He tried to kill a guy in the division. R.I.P. Mason Rudolph. Ooh. Um, they just don't have it. I mean, just like Ryan said, they're not going to compete with Jacoby Brissett. I don't care who's as talented around them. So... Cleveland's going to be 4-5 win team. Pittsburgh, 500-ish. Baltimore and Cincinnati, double digits. Cincinnati's a game or two ahead of Baltimore. Uh, Cincinnati and Baltimore in the north. Ryan, how far off is Van? So I think I'm going to shake things up a little bit. Here we go. (laughs) So I'm going to say we got Baltimore winning the division. Hey, I don't mind that. I have Baltimore winning the division because of one player, and that is Lamar Jackson. Sweet. I think Lamar Jackson is going to have a season better than his MVP season. Okay, I love that. And put the money I'll in front of okay, now. Yep. I just I changed think... up my fantasy draft right there, Ryan. <laughs> okay, take Lamar early. I'm writing this down. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll just say now I got Lamar winning MVP. Nice. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Don't wait. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, he's got Mark Andrews to throw to, and I have not seen really any team in the NFL solve their running game because you just never know who they're going to give it to. I think J.K. Dobbins is going to have a breakout season. Same. It'll take a little bit of the pressure off Lamar. He won't have to risk getting injured so much. I think they got a lot of young receivers too. Uh, I think Cincy will be very close, like a game behind. Sure. Because their receivers are just, 
There's not another team that has three corners as good as the three receivers on the Bengals. Correct. Just because, I mean, Jamar Chase, I think, is almost unguardable at this point. I know it was one season, but he was just ridiculous. And then T. Higgins, he he's that jump ball receiver, and Tyler Boyd's that route runner. They just mm-hmm. have so much balance on the offense. And then they got Joe Mixon, and they improved the O-line. So defensively, too, they're looking good. But I think Baltimore just squeaks it out because of Lamar Jackson. Okay. I don't, I'm not, I don't mind that at all. I'm a big Lamar guy. I want to see him succeed and rub it in everyone's face <laughs> and then have Tom Brady win the Super Bowl again and then Lamar Jackson go to Tampa Bay and become the Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback next year. You Okay. <laughs> Hyper-specific there at the end. Hey, what? The, the thing, and I think, talking obviously with the division, but if we're going to talk a little bit about like production – I think Lamar Jackson's the one guy, even over like a Joe Burrow, because when you're talking like numbers, like let's talk fantasy for two seconds, I think he's the only guy in the division because I think Cincinnati's going to spread it around too much, so you're not going to be like Nick Chubb is not going to be what Nick Chubb could be because there's no quarterback down there, so you're going to get that run game shut down. And if you're taking anyone from the Steelers, not only would you have to tell me who that is, you would have to then explain to me who that is. Because mm. there's no guys at the skill positions in Pittsburgh where I'm like excited to even have them in my atmosphere. Because of that, I don't think Cincinnati can be touched because no one's going to be able to score as many points as they're going to be able to score. So as a team, Cincinnati at the top, and then everyone else as they fall underneath. I'm not mad at that either. I would say I kind of am a little bit mad about that, actually. <laughs> Because I think about Pittsburgh, I think I'd be happy to have Deontay Johnson on my team. I mean, I think he's going to be a stud this year. I think he's going to he's there, I think he's going to emerge as a number one receiver. He's going to have twelve hundred plus yards, eight touchdowns. I think he'll have a good season. And uh, Najee Harris. What about Najee the, hold Harris on? Let's, let's talk. Let's keep it in the receiving group. What about the rookie from Georgia? What do you think his uh, ceiling? Is? Uh, I think he's got a high ceiling, but. I think they're going to have to slowly move him into the offense. Smart. They do already have some receiving weapons. They have Claypool. They have Johnson. I think he may. I think he'll take that third receiver role by at least the second week. I mean, I I think he's got good talent. I think it was it was a still where they got him. So I I think he could be decent this year. About he could he could range around like seven hundred eight hundred yards. The okay. big problem I'm seeing though is they don't have a tight end. The the kid that they do have the Fairmouth is that correct? Fairmouth, yeah. yeah. What he what's he catch? Two yard passes only. And when you have either a rookie quarterback or a terrible one, and Mitch, don't call me Mitchell Trubisky. There's not like a safety valve there. So if you're playing rookies in your third slot because you have to leave your tight end in to block because he's not worth anything going out, I just don't see how the ball comes out in Pittsburgh. Mm. Maybe I'm overanalyzing it, but it's. To me, not a team that's going to be able to move vertically down the field. They might be able to move horizontally with little dumps to Najee or this tight end that couldn't catch a roster spot anywhere else, but I just don't know. You know, I've always been a Mitch Trubisky apologist. You have kind of he, too much. He has the misfortune of being on the stinking Chicago Bears <laughs> and just ruin the beginning of his career. He's got legs. He's got a big arm. He's accurate enough. I don't think he'll be a first-tier guy, but I think he'll win some games. I just don't see Pittsburgh having that well-rounded roster all the way around to make any noise, but they're going to win some close games and they're going to, they're going to piss off a few uh, playoff teams because they're going to eke out some wins. All right, recap it for me, boys. I have Cincinnati, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, and Cleveland. I have it in that order. I have Cincinnati 
uh, winning against their division. I don't think I have them winning a lot outside of it. So maybe 10, 11 wins. Baltimore, 8, 9. Pittsburgh, 5, 6. Cleveland, if they get one, that fan base will be fortunate. Yeah, They'll get one win this year, and that's when Deshaun Watson comes back and plays the, against the, the Texans. slightly worst Houston Texans. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I got, I got uh, Baltimore, and I got Cincinnati, then I got Pittsburgh, and then I got Cleveland. And I just want to say one more thing about Cleveland. You were talking about Nick Chubb not being the same. Yeah. I want to hope that's not true because I have him on my fantasy. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's 100% the truth. I, hey, I do think the most exciting game of week one, though, is out of this division, and it's when Cleveland hosts Carolina. Oh, I love that. that to me, or is that Carolina? Is that Carolina? I'm the biggest Panthers fan for one week. Same. One yeah, week. I, yeah. They, Cleveland deserves everything that's going to come to them. Panthers will win if McCaffrey can make it to the second quarter. Yeah. That's that's all the Panthers need to do is have a quarter and a half of McCaffrey, and they'll beat the Browns. Super hot take. We wrap up the AFC whenever we get back, hitting on the AFC South. Vans, Houston Texans versus the world. It's two men on. ninety-five. Well, I mean, it's take on everybody. <laughs> 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Take us with you anywhere. anywhere. Anywhere with cell service. Download the KNML app in the Google Play or iTunes App Store. Just search KNML. Back on the program, back to our NFL season. Is it preview or prediction, boys? Like, which one is it? Is, are we previewing or are we, we're predicting? Por que no los dos? What does that mean? Fredo. Well, I don't know what that is. We can have both. What? Let's do both. I, previewing and predicting. Okay, I just don't know how I feel about that. I asked for one. You gave me both. We, uh, we're breaking down the AFC South. Joining us is Ryan Ramirez. He is the uh, two-man on NFL savant. Uh, 15, 15 years old, plays football over at Academy, uh, is a super cool dude. Are you any good at Madden? Yes, I am. I play Madden all the time. <laughs> just let me know. Just call my number. Ready to go, coach. Yeah, that was the one when I was a kid. Madden was like the hustle game. It was get all the boys together, and we were don't listen to mom and dad earmuffs. Put a couple books down on it, and then we were we were just really enjoying Madden. But it would end like heated, like because yeah. I was I'm like a hey, do you what rules do you play by? Is it, do you play the boys or do you just play like online? Uh, I play online. Oh, okay, yeah. So whenever you play with the boys, it would be uh, Ryan. You pick two teams, and I'll pick which one I get. Do you guys do the same thing, or is it different? No, what we do is we do like three randomizations. And then if we don't like any of those teams, we can do a final randomization. But, and both people do it. Okay, I don't know how yeah. I feel about that. That's <laughs> I, don't not know, I don't know what any of that means. That's, that's not for me at all. I haven't played Madden since uh, Dante Culpepper was on the cover. So I'd be 98. <laughs> a long time a ago. long time ago. <laughs> so when was he on the 2001? Five? Oh, my gosh. Time flies, dude. Because Eddie George was on 01. And who was on 02? I'm not playing the who was on Madden covers. I was don't have time Vic? for this curse. Vic was on Seven. four. Four? Four. Falk was on 2003. Oh, Culpepper was two. That's what I said. Oh, 20 okay. years ago on the dot. Well Ed- done. Eddie George was one. I think I could get a bunch of them in a row if I had to. I'm pretty okay. good at that. Okay. Thanks, Rain Man. Eddie George might have been on 2000. <laughs> That's a good reference. Thank you. <laughs> AFC South. So we got the Texans, we got the Colts, we got the Jaguars. Jaguar. The Jaguars. Jaguar. Tennessee Titans. <sighs> Not going to be a lot of wins in this division. 
I'll kick this one off. Yep. Because I got some I got some hot takes in this one. I'm sure you do. Uh Jacksonville Jaguars were absolutely awful last year. Jaguars. And my Jaguar. Jaguars. Much like the Raiders, it was none of their own fault. It was organizational, okay. it was the coach, nope. it was all the negative attention. It was Lawrence horrible. Sucks. So Trevor Lawrence, sucks. my dude Sunshine, sucks. has all the talent in the world. He is so good. At sucking. He is so good. He's got legs. He's got great field mm-hmm. vision. Yeah. He can make any throw on the field. Uh-huh. The Jaguars are going to win significantly more games this year. To who? Christian Kirk? Year. Yeah, Christian Kirk. Who sucks? He's not a number one, but he will catch a lot of balls. Mm-hmm. Christian Kirk's, okay, I just gave away another fantasy pick. Right, don't, uh, don't I agree, him. Fred. Christian Kirk sucks. Don't, <laughs> don't pick him in the mid-rounds in fantasy, whatever you do. Okay. But I like Jacksonville taking a step forward. I like Trevor Lawrence taking a step forward. They're going to miss the playoffs. Well, yes. <laughs> but the Jaguars are going to win a bunch of games this year. So uh, speaking of the Jaguars, okay. I got them sec- or, sorry, third in the division. Okay. That's basically I got Houston I last, have. and I don't think I have to explain much about Houston. They don't really have a lot They're of horrible. talent. <laughs> Another uh, yeah. first pick candidate. I do think David – I like Davis Mills a lot. I think he as it was a impressive. football player as a person as a football player. Oh good. What? <laughs> I mean he 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 came in as a third round pick and he did good. I mean he didn't do bad. He did good and he squeaked just a few wins out of that Texans team where I can think of like two players. <laughs> sure. So sure. I just don't think the Texans have a ton of talent, but I think they could squeak out four wins maybe. Oh gosh. <laughs> Boys, are you sure? Lovey Smith is the head coach of that team. I, I think Houston, what's their over under in Vegas? Two and a half. I maybe? have it in front of me. Thank you for asking. Three and a half. Four and a half. Is it four and a half? Buy the under on the Texans. Take the yeah. under. Take the under on their the best Texans. player is Braden Cooks, and he's never been the best player on any team ever. Uh, shout Not out even to in Braden Cooks, one of the most underrated receivers in the NFL. Ugh. Bad luck. Bad teams. No, he was so, on a good one. He was on the Patriots. He could have just hung out there. But he was injured as Patriots years. Well, I mean, life's hard yeah. or whatever. I mean, you got to stay upright. And the Patriots don't throw the ball that much. Well, <laughs> yeah. at that time, I know. I mean, but no, to me, with defensive-minded Lovey Smith, with David Davis Mills, with only one wide receiver, who's the tight end? Could not tell you if I had to. Who's the running back? Uh, somebody who used to be real good six years ago. There's no way that this team is going to win four games Houston at the bottom, and they're looking up at the Jaguars, who are looking up at the Titans, who are looking up at the Colts, because they're my sleeper in the AFC. The resurgent of Matt Ryan, watch him go from nothing to something at 37 years old. He's he's the second coming of Tom Brady, Jonathan freaking Taylor Thomas. Let's win 15 Indianapolis. Okay. I hate doing this. This just hurts me deep in my soul. I agree with you again. Yes. Matt Ryan is going to have the Matthew Stafford effect, is going to have the Tom Brady effect. He's going to take a really talented lineup with an elite defense, an elite offensive line, an elite running back. Best one going. Yes, the best running back in the whole game. He's not going to be asked to win games anymore. The Colts are a solid team all the way around. I see Tennessee taking a step back. (laughs) Hard yes. uh, After my Ryan Tannehill apologist phase from last year. I'm going completely oppo on Tannenhill. I think he hits a wall this year. I'm the biggest Derrick Henry fanboy on the planet. 
I love me some Derrick Henry. He's a freak. He's the best running back of our generation. But I don't think Tennessee has what it takes to repeat. And it's hard to say the number one friggin' seed of the AFC last year is going to miss the playoffs, but the number one friggin' seed in the AFC last year is going to miss the playoffs. They're going to miss the playoffs. Yes. The Colts will win the division, will make some noise in the AFC playoffs, and the rest of the division will miss the playoffs. The Titans quarterback next year is not on the Titans roster this year. Oh, super wrong. Yeah, I did think you, he is. He's on the roster this year. Did you did you see any Malik Willis tape I did. from preseason? It was ridiculous. He's got the whole skill set. Yeah. Kid can do it all. He looks ready. I don't believe that. I, I see Ryan Tannehill faltering, having a couple bad games halfway through the season, and then Titan fandom is split in half. Then they're going to have to put in Malik. And then he's going to go 500-ish, and it's a wasted season for Tennessee. But at least you get a look at your future quarterback. Ryan, who you got? Well, I was just about to piggyback off of what he said, and I was going to say, can the Titans please start? I think Ryan Tannehill is done. He's had his good days. I think it's all downhill for him Had his now. okay days. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, he had his okay days. <laughs> uh, I think it's all downhill from now. I mean, the the best he's good at at this point is handing the ball off to Derrick Henry. <laughs> And speaking of Derrick Henry, I think he's the best running back in that division. I think hard no. What? What? Ooh. I think you're breaking Ooh. my heart. I think Jonathan Taylor had 1,800 yards last year. Derrick Henry plays the whole year. He has 2,000. But the, so that to me is the holdup, right? Because yeah. and by the way, in my fantasy league that I've been in for ten ever whatever years, who and I have the number one overall draft pick, Jonathan Taylor's off the board. Mm-hmm. Like Jonathan Taylor's not falling past me at number That's one. Smart money. It's got to be. It's smart money. But my problem with Derrick Henry is because he's the answer, he's also the question. He's the answer for Tennessee, but the question is, does he stay upright? Mm-hmm. I just don't see it. Those, the guys aren't van size out there. The guys are my size out there. Like, Derrick Henry cannot comparison, do it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Can't do it 17 weeks in a row. Can't be done. Let's recap it, boys. Who do you got? Colts winning the division. Tennessee 500-ish, Jacksonville making some noise, impressing some people, good season from Sunshine, 500, missing the playoffs. Houston, two wins maybe? It's very generous. (laughs) I got Indianapolis first. I got Jacksonville second. hey And then I got Tennessee third and Houston dead last, and it's not even close. Speaking of dead, <laughs> Jacksonville's been dead to me since they got rid of Gardner Minshew. Give me the Colts, give me the Titans, give me the Jags, give me the Texans. And if the Texans and the Jags combine for 2.5 wins or greater, I'll be surprised. They're Ouch. both terrible. Ouch. Both their wins are against each other. <laughs> Wrapping up the first hour, thank you so very much to both of you for your uh, insight and opinion on all these things, even though I was completely right and you were all completely wrong. When we get back, we jump to the NFC. We'll do. We'll start with the West because we know everyone here, This you know where we live. West, we know how, West, it West. You know how it is. So we'll do the West, and then we'll smash the East and the North into one. And then we'll do the South, and then we'll do playoff and Super Bowl predictions. So... Uh, sorry for you, East and North. You you just don't deserve it. You're not. There's not enough talent out there. Just say yes. Sure. Two men on ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. The sports animal. Now, now betting for the for sports, the sports animal, animal. Your, your afternoon, afternoon drive. drive. Number two, two men, men on. on. Van, Van Nunley, Nunley and, and Fred, Fred Slow. Slow. And, and in the, the on deck, deck circle. circle. 
Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Welcome back to the program. Welcome to Quitting Time. We're doing our NFL preview today. There's a lot of football in the air. Obviously, collegiate football going galore. New Mexico Highlands hosting Eastern tonight. That's going to be a banger. Tomorrow night, well, it's not super football, but it's United Soccer versus El Paso. We hate El Paso, so that counts. Yeah. That, thank you, everyone. It's easy to get Nido over that fact. That's very good. That's You're getting a like, low-key Spanish lesson today. I didn't know what that word meant, but I was going to move on to the Lobos unite. versus Maine. Unite. We will unite. We will unite. Over our hatred of El Paso. Is is this like a Braveheart thing? Ish, I guess. Okay, it could be. I'm in on that. So then Saturday, Lobos, Maine, you going to the game on Saturday, Ryan? Uh, I probably can't because I have my own football game. Well, there is that. Yeah, that's <laughs> a good reason. Yeah, that's, they play at night on the weekend? No, they don't. You've got a day game. Yeah, we have a day game. Do, do the Lobos play? Yeah, play it's at night, night six, Ryan. Six o'clock. Six o'clock. Out. Out. Then, yeah. you call your dad? <laughs> yeah. Let's get him to drop you off. Beat up, beat up Pope Christian. Yeah. Take a nice ice bath, rinse off, and come watch the bows. How does that work when you're a kid? Do you like? Do you still get dropped off by your parents, and then they give you like Uber money to get home? Like, how does that work? Uh, right now, I get dropped off and picked up. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so they still love you. Yeah. That's good. We did when we were kids. We did like a carpool thing. Did you do that, Van? When you were like before you could drive? Oh yeah, everyone wrote. Parents rotated, and then yeah, like but- the first kid to have a license, or like everyone had to pay the kid gas money. And, yeah, yeah. We grew up where it was uh, like pickup trucks galore, and our thing was because you weren't allowed to ride in the back of a pickup truck, you would lay down in oh, the sure. back of a pickup truck, and yeah. we were like super sneaky, super <laughs> sneaky. NFC West boys, Arizona, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Seattle, not in that order. How do you boys have them? You want to go first, Ryan? Yeah, I'll start. Uh, I will start with Seattle, who is last, and it's literally not even close That's by cool. like five, six games. Good take. Uh, I think Seattle, I mean, how are you going to win games with Geno Smith as your quarterback? You're not. And nope. even if you put Drew Locke in, then you're just going to throw five interceptions every game. Boom. So they're, they don't have a great running back either. I mean, I don't think their running back's bad, but he's not good. And their defense is also not good. <laughs> uh, and then I got probably San Francisco next, uh, only for the reason that they have basically a rookie quarterback starting. He may be in his second year, but he barely played his first year. And he's got a lot of upside, and he's got Debo Samuel to throw to, Brandon Ayuk, and he's, they should have a good run game. Okay, please mention George Kittle or the WWE yeah, fan of me will get very mad. <laughs> as long as he stays healthy. Yep. <laughs> um, and then the defense should be solid, as they always are. So I think they're, they're probably third but it's close between Arizona and San Francisco. I think Kyler Murray has to take a step this year. Now that he got that contract, I think he needs to take one more step. I mean, he couldn't show it in the playoffs last year. He was under pressure, like, all game, though. Um, But I think Arizona makes it because of their defense. And I think it's going to be tough not having DeAndre Hopkins the first six games. Um, But they have other receivers, and I think if their (laughs) offense can be good then they can squeak out second place. And then the Rams, I think, will win the division pretty easily because I just think Matthew Stafford is really good. Uh, Cooper Cup is really, really good. And Aaron Donald is, like, the best NFL player in the NFL, and it's 
probably not even that close. <laughs> is he is he running the ball now? Is he the running back now? <laughs> could be. That's the only way he matters. Yeah, they could fridge him a little bit. <laughs> yeah, if if he's playing wide receiver, sure, but he's not. He's just some guy on the defense. He's just a guy completely disrupting the defense. Yeah. He's either double or triple teamed every single play. So he's handled, that's what you're saying? They figure it out? Well, even if he was handled for a play, he takes away two or three people off of the offense every play and allows the rest of the defense to run free on you. Do you remember when they were like, we'll let Von Miller go and bring in Bobby Wagner? Not an upgrade. It's a terrible team. Everything about the Rams is middle of the road. We're talking maybe nine wins. And I think nine is generous, and that's only because they're playing the NFC West. The Rams, to me, behind their joke of a quarterback who got lucky one year. (laughs) He's been – so here's here's the thing, guys. I'm going to hand you 13 of something. I'm going to hand you 13 eggs. Twelve of those eggs are super rotten. They're the most rotten eggs you've ever held in your hand. One of them, though, is regular. And then you're going to tell me that he's like an exceptional talent now? He is not. He's had one okay season, which was deemed really good, and he's had a grip, a terrible, literally over a dozen terrible seasons. Matthew Stafford is at or near the worst quarterback in the league, except Trey Lance is in that division, and he's probably worse than him. It's arguably the worst quarterbacks in all of football, and that's to me why the Arizona Cardinals, I guess, have to take the whole thing, because they got Kyler Murray, and he can at least play. Hey, Vitale, could you play that clip of Fred saying the exact same thing about Matthew Stafford last year? <laughs> play, play that, Vitale, play that clip right after you play the clip of Fred saying that, of Super Bowl champion Matthew Stafford saying he's going to Disneyland. Odell Bickham Jr. won the Super Bowl. He won the first half. Okay, that's the part they needed. Look, the Rams are the class of the West. Okay, you're stupid. The whole roster's loaded. That's stupid. Matthew Stafford. Had to waste all of that talent in Detroit. Jalen Ramsey's stupid. So sorry. So sorry, Matthew Stafford. You had to go through this. The Rams have one of the best rosters in the game. Matthew Stafford is the truth. They're loaded in every group on the field. They will easily win the West again. How many times have I said this? Every single segment. If they stay healthy. You're going to look at me and wipe drool off your face after you're like, Allen Robinson. Hey, another guy who had got wasted in a loser organization for the Bears. I agree. Allen Robertson's going to be a monster this year playing on a good team. Ryan, will you please tell Van that he is making my point that the Rams are full of losers? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I can do that. Because, uh, uh, the, the thing I could say about Allen Robinson is he produced with Mitchell Trubisky as his quarterback. Okay. See? There you go. Mitchell Trubisky was... Not good. And like, <laughs> I, I'll, that's being kind. <laughs> and I, Justin Fields was a rookie. I still think he's got a lot of potential, but he was a rookie. Now, Bobby Wagner, all pro, pro bowler, one of the best linebackers in the league, still is. He may be getting up there in age, but I think he's that last piece that the Rams needed. Uh, I know they won the Super Bowl, but they lost some pieces too. I think they just... They just restocked on those pieces with Allen Robinson, Bobby Wagner. Um, and then Matthew Stafford is a good quarterback. His talent was wasted in Detroit. Yeah. Good. Don't, yeah. don't listen okay. to this, this angry no, old to... man in the rocking chair on his porch. Good is generous. <laughs> Matthew Stafford went from bad to just okay. And because he was so bad, you guys are like, oh, he's a, he made strides. He's one of the top five guys in the entire NFL. No, he is 
terrible. Yeah. He's as bad as Trey Lance. Right, what is he, eighth, the, eighth the, best quarterback? Ninth the, best quarterback? The NFL? backup quarterback in San Francisco is better than the starting quarterback in Los Angeles. You're an insane That's person. That's a fact. The Rams win the division comfortably. After the Rams, I got San Francisco. And the reason I don't have San Francisco winning the whole division is, Ryan, you mentioned it earlier. Trey Lance they sucks, have too. a rookie quarterback. And I think Trey Lance has all the skill sets. He's not a rookie. He's what, worse than that. He's well, a second-year rookie. second year, but he didn't barely played last year. So consider that a rookie to me. <laughs> but he, ha- he can do anything on a football field you want a modern NFL quarterback to do. And luckily, he plays for the San Francisco 49ers, which are loaded across the board. They got... The Niners got like six good running backs. Yeah. It's disgusting. They got good wide receivers. Their defense is phenomenal. Trey Lance has a wonderful safety blanket, a George Kittle. Niners are going to be just fine if Trey Lance can turn the corner and be that upper echelon talent. Watch out for San Francisco this year. I mean, they got to the NFC Championship with Jimmy Garoppolo, who, I mean, he's not Mitch Trubisky. But he's not an upper echelon quarterback. They could do that with an above-average guy. If Trey Lance can turn the corner, watch out for San Francisco in the playoffs. And then right after San Francisco, maybe a game, a, right, a step right behind is Arizona. And I, I'm a, a Kyler Murray guy. I think he's a big playmaker. He probably has the best arm in the NFL besides Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers. And Arizona's defense is absolutely loaded. They got some fun skill pieces. And then, oh, poor Seattle. <laughs> oh, poor Seattle fan. You got a, you got a rough few years they coming. They just gave up up there. You got a rough few years coming. Like, you got to get rid of DK Metcalf. You got to get rid of Tyler Lockett. Yeah, but don't trade him for a draft pick next year. Trade him for a draft pick in two years or three years because that's when you're going to be relevant again. No, you got to get rid of him now while he has value. Yes, no, but trade him for a draft pick that's three years out. So you trade him to whoever for a first-rounder in 2025. Geno Smith is just going to close his eyes 30 times a game and throw it in DK's direction, and DK <laughs> is going to get rocked Ryan, you won't over get, and over and over again. You won't get this reference because you're just not quite old enough, but like Seattle is doing the Seahawks the way that Seattle did the Supersonics right now. Oh. like It is just giving up. Like, Is the NFL trying to move a team to Mexico City? Because it's <laughs> going to be the Seahawks. <laughs> Welcome... Can they have two teams in Vegas? <laughs> right? The NFL, hey, and this is like, we're kind of joking, we're kind of not. The NFL looks at Seattle and they're like, have you, you tried to get down there to, is it Safeco? Not Safeco, what is it? Um, Reliant? Reliant. Reliant. Have you tried to get down to Reliant lately? It's literally like the worst part of the city. And it's, our, it's become like a very bad city. Look, Seattle's 12th man don't care. No. They love their birds. They're going to they're gonna show up. They're going to stick with it. But how long is this rebuild going to take? Are they going to run away fans from the franchise? Like, they got the loudest stadium in the NFL. They got the cra- probably second or third craziest fans in the NFL. But how long is it going to take to run them away? Trade DK Metcalf, your best wide receiver. Yes, then. to the Packers right now, please. <laughs> we need him. Tyler Lockett's not a wide receiver. He's a punt returner, true or false. Oh, he's a great route runner, possession wide receiver. Yeah, he's a difference right, maker. Possession means he can't play. Give me the recap, boys. I got in this order, finishing dead last, the Los Angeles Rams. Right above them, <laughs> the Seattle Seahawks, the San Francisco 49ers, and give me the Arizona Cardinals. Fred, show me on the doll where the Rams hurt you. Where? What are you, what are you doing right now? You already know the answer. Okay, the Rams are going to win the division. San Fran and Arizona are going to have good seasons and be wild cards and make the playoffs. Seattle, 
you're in a battle with Houston and New York Jets for the first pick. Ryan, give me the recap. I got the Rams winning it. I got uh, Arizona second, but not making the playoffs. San Francisco third, not making the playoffs either. And Seattle fourth. And I do want to say one quick thing about Seattle. You guys were talking about the rebuild. Uh Uh-huh. I think it's a one-year rebuild because I think if they can just completely tank this year and get Bryce Young, then they're going to be good next year. Oh, wow. Hot take. They got the receivers. On fire. And the defense will get there. Man, if their players survive this season. Yeah. <laughs> Bryce Young better be like the football version of Bryce Harper, though, because there's just no way. There's, that team is so bad. Where we get back, we're going to smash two of them together, the NFC North and the NFC. Did I say East and North or did I say North and South? Uh, either one. Let's smash the North and South together so we can give some love to the East because there's a lot of Cowboys jokes. Sure. All right, so we'll do North and South whenever we get back. It's Two Men On Live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. We're powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. Start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. Spend our evenings at Hollow the Spirits. The weekend is for New Mexico's Vodka. That's Teller Vodka. And starting Monday, this Monday, Labor Day Monday, Join your boys at Howie's Sports yeah. Page, 12500 Montgomery Boulevard. That is the intersection of Montgomery and Tramway where we're doing the program. Then we're doing the Friend of the Show Fantasy Draft on Monday. And then after that, all the Monday Night Football moving forward. Yes. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Don't show up to work without a take. Everyone will know. And they'll talk about you in the lunchroom over a ham sandwich. It's the opening drive with Jeff Simbietta and J.J. Buck. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program, back in your ears. Nice. Super nice. NFC North and South. Which one do you boys want first? Uh, Let's do South. I think that's going to be easy. Okay. Joining us on the program is NFL savant Ryan Ramirez. Ryan, thank you for taking the time today. Yeah, thank you for allowing me to come on. You're like super busy, dude. I'm busy, but whenever I can find time to come on this show, I will. Okay, <laughs> that feels like he was gifting it to us. I don't know if you can okay. just feel a little big time right there. Feel a, a little, little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan's like, well, actually, uh, I wake up at 5. I uh, do some NFL scouting. I <laughs> look at the combine numbers. Uh, then go to weightlifting class, obviously. The, well, you got a girlfriend? No. Oh, that's smart. Keep doing that. Yeah, wait till tomorrow. Yeah, they hear this. <laughs> NFC North is where we start. NFC South. No, NFC South is where we start. NFC North is where we finish in this hour. Okay, boys. NFC South. Buccaneers win the whole thing undefeated, obviously, and then everyone falls in underneath. Go ahead and take over. Atlanta is going to be really bad. New Orleans and Carolina are going to be better than people think. Okay. Uh, Tampa Bay is the class of the division. Tampa Bay, I believe, will end up being the class of the NFC. Uh, Tampa Bay is absolutely loaded. Julio Jones is the fourth best wide receiver on the Buccaneers. Pretty good. That sounds insane when you hear it out loud. Pretty good. But I'm, I've been a Jameis Winston apologist, just like I've been an apologist for a lot of players. You in the do NFL like all bad best. quarterbacks. That's yeah, your I like thing. a lot of bad quarterbacks. Yes. You know he had LASIK. Yeah, now he can see. He can see now. He now can, can see his knees previously. hold up? Isn't that crazy? <laughs> uh, New Orleans is going to have a lot of fun this year. They're going to lose a lot of close games. They're going to flirt with 500. Uh, Carolina is one of the biggest wild cards. 
in, and I don't mean they're going to win the wild card. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen with the Panthers this year. Does Baker Mayfield getting out of Cleveland turn him into an above-average football player? Can they get a whole year out of Christian McCaffrey? Does their defense coalesce? Carolina could be a problem this year. I don't see... There's, there's no way that all those stars align and the Panthers become an outstanding football team, but the Panthers are going to make some noise as long as Baker Mayfield isn't throwing three interceptions a game. And if Christian McCaffrey's on the field, watch out. The Panthers are going to piss some people off. Yeah, that Panthers take, i got to agree with that almost right. 100%. Because if Christian McCaffrey stays on the football field, it takes a ton of pressure off of Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. And I think... With Nick Chubb, he kind of had that pressure. The pressure is being taken off of him. I think it's going to be the same with Christian McCaffrey if he can stay on the field. I think they need to. I think the issue with the Panthers is they have way overutilized him, mm-hmm. and that's why he gets injured. I think he's also a little bit injury prone, so they need to be careful with him. I don't think he needs to play every snap because they have a good backup running back. And then defensively, I don't think they're great, but I think if the offense performs, they can be decent. So I have them finishing third in the division. Atlanta, as you said, is going to be terrible, like really, really bad. Kyle Pitts is like their only player. Kyle Pitts, is, Kyle Pitts is going to be fun to watch. Yeah. He's going to make some great plays, but the rest of the roster, ouch. Their yeah. best wide receiver is a running back who's actually a kick returner. Their best wide receiver is a rookie who is perpetually injured. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think Patterson, to me, can do like real special things, but... Marcus Mariota is, he's a guy, I guess, but he's kind of just a guy under contract. Yeah. Like, if, if, you were to, if I were to go to the end of my fantasy draft and two is not there for some reason, I would just take Marcus. Like, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be afraid to use Marcus Mariota in a fantasy aspect because he's going to run it a lot, but I don't trust him to win a single game. Atlanta's not good. Yeah. They're yeah. not good. Atlanta's going to be, it's going to be rough. The Buccaneers are just going to beat up on that division. Is there an emotional hangover, too? And I know we got to go to the north in this one. Is there an emotional hangover for the Falcons with, like, how unceremoniously Matt Ryan has just moved? Like, there, you use the word apologetic all the time. It was very unapologetic the way Atlanta just gave up on the guy that they had forever. Like, teammates see that. Like, it's the a, organization sees that. It's Atlanta's own fault. They went after Deshaun Watson. Like, you got the quarterback that led you to the Super Bowl. Yeah. You got a, a perennial MVP candidate, and then you go after this pervert. Like, of course, Matt Ryan's going to be upset. Of course, Matt Ryan is going to leave. Um, I got one last thing to say about this division. It's gonna. It's a real hot take. I could say. Here we go. I got New Orleans winning it. Whoa! On fire. No, I got him in last. I week. have this because I think Jameis Winston fits perfect into their system. I think he's just gonna. He's going to have an excellent year. I think he's going to cut down on the interceptions. I think he, I mean, we saw it last year. It was just a few games, but we saw the potential in that offense. And I think especially now that he's got Michael Thomas back and he's got all those good receiver pieces, Mm -hmm. I think they can do something on that offense. And defensively, too, they can also do something because I think defensively the Saints are always good. Um, And then the Buccaneers are, like, half a game behind almost. I mean, they're going to be really good this year. I have both of them making the playoffs. So. All right. Tampa Hot take. Tampa that's Bay. The, that's the hottest take so far. Yeah, I agree. Tampa Bay, Carolina, Atlanta, New Orleans. That's how I got them. I don't think New Orleans has it. I don't think they got outside talent, 
they're they're not for me. I don't like their coach. Cool. Cool. Tampa Bay breezes through the division. New Orleans and Carolina impress a little bit, but miss the playoffs. Atlanta is uh, a dumpster fire with cool jerseys. NFC North, Hard Knocks cannot fool me. I have Detroit and Chicago battling for the bottom. Minnesota will be somewhere in the middle, but closer to the bottom because they find ways to lose games. And Green Bay, what, what were they last year? Thirteen and four. Give me thirteen and four again. Like I, I don't think Green Bay can be touched, even with their crazy quarterback. Okay, uh, Green Bay is going to be the class of the division. They're going to win double digit games with their eyes closed. Uh, Minnesota is one of my sneaky teams this year. I have Minnesota finishing second, Minnesota being the wild card. I think their offense takes a step forward, and, I mean, they sneak into the playoffs by just beating up Detroit and Chicago, who are both going to be very bad. Yeah. Uh, I got the Vikings winning the division just because I think the offense has so much potential, and I think Green Bay, they just lost their best player. Behind Aaron Rodgers. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> I, was gonna, I gave you an ellipsis there. Yeah, behind Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. I think they lost their best player. And who's his best receiver now? Alan Lazard, who hasn't like eclipsed 700 yards in his career. That's a good take. I yeah. mean, Randall Cobb, who's the same age as Tom Brady. Yeah, I mean, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers is a great quarterback, but Matt Ryan's a great quarterback. He didn't have weapons. Look what happened to him. I don't think the mm. same thing's going to happen to Aaron Rodgers because he's better. But I just don't think Green Bay has the potential to win the division. And I said it earlier, defense doesn't win championships. Their defense can be really good, but the Vikings' offense is just better. And, they, and the Vikings have a good enough defense. So I have Green Bay finishing second and also making the playoffs, though. Okay, I, I'm not mad at that at all. Even as a Packers fan, that's, that's very reasonable. Kirk Cousins is not good. I don't want to trust that much in Dalvin Cook. I think the only real story in the North, because I think Green Bay is going to run away with it so very easily, is is this Aaron Rodgers' last season? Uh, no, it's not Aaron Rodgers' last season, but it is close. If they don't put weapons around him in the offseason this year, he's gone. Like retired, never plays for anyone else? Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think he's about a season or two away, uh, especially because I think he wants to retire with Green Bay 100%. He has to retire with Green Bay. It's just where he's played all year. I mean, all his uh, career. So he's close, though. To me, to me, he's a Tampa Bay guy. If, he's. If you guys want a storyline, Bears fan, you want a storyline. Yeah. Watch Justin Fields highlights. Darn he's him. he's going to look really bad, but he's going to make some highlight real plays. Lions fan, let's see if Amon Ross St. Brown can go another season without a drop. Your only receiver in the NFL last year was zero drops. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that at all. I'm watching Hard Knocks, and I didn't know that. The thing to me, though, is circling back to Aaron Rodgers is I think he's done with Green Bay after this year. Tom Brady retires. He goes to Tampa Bay, and that's how he gets opportunity to win again because he's not going to win a Super Bowl this year. He didn't win a Super Bowl a bunch of years. He accidentally got one, which was cool for him because he's in that conversation. But he's just not as good as he claims to be or as other people think that he is. That's, I mean, that's an easy argument to say about Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't have weapons because Devontae Adams is gone. Devontae Adams was the first weapon of his career. Yeah. He made nobodies into somebodies. Every wide receiver who became a stud under Aaron Rodgers and left turned into nothing at their next stop. 
So I'm not saying I know Devontae is upper echelon, pro fantasy focus, had him as a number two wide receiver last year. I get it. He's a stud. But Aaron Rodgers doesn't need a stud wide receiver to win football games. He needs his defense to stop people. He needs his uh, running backs to eat the clock and then just make a couple plays because you know Aaron Rodgers doesn't turn the ball over. My North wrap-up, Green Bay, Minnesota, Lions, Bears. Ryan, what do you got? Minnesota, Green Bay, Lions, Bears. I got Green Bay, Minnesota, Lions, Bears. Minnesota is the wild card. When we get back, we hit the NFC East, and then after the NFC East, we wrap the program up with our predictions for the playoff and Super Bowl. It's two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Jeff Symbiana and J.J. Bob Wake up with the opening drive on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program, back breaking down the NFL. Joining us is Ryan Ramirez. He's two men on NFL savant. I feel like I have a lot of emphasis today. I'm doing a really good job with it. Okay. Because I don't love football the way that you and Ryan do. So I feel like I have to trick myself into it. I have to, like, hey, I get it. Football's here. Baseball's not done yet. Football's not really here. It's still baseball, guys. Talk about football in November. Well, you're you're very Sith. Yeah. With your NFL fandom, it's it's not like you really love the game or love a team or love a player. Right. You survive off of your hate of teams. Oh, good point. And hate of players. <laughs> yeah, I do use yeah, that. Yeah, you're very Vader when it comes to the NFL. Ryan, who's your squad? Uh, Cowboys. All right, it's going to be interesting right here. Yeah, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> here we go. There's not because they're not. I mean, Commanders are going to take the division, obviously. And then where are they going to finish? It's going to be a whole thing. All right, Fred. Yeah. Tell, tell me why the Cowboys are going zero and seventeen. Ryan, tell me why the Cowboys are going seventeen and zero. Well, I may be high on the Cowboys, but I'm not going to say they're going seventeen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I would. I will say the Commanders are going zero and seventeen. Hey, that's okay. Because the Commanders have Carson Wentz as their quarterback. He's not uh, very good. And their defense, I just don't see them making an improvement this year. I mean, they've got the pieces. They're just the commanders. No, so, <laughs> that's the issue. Uh, and offensively, Carson Wentz has Terry McLaurin to throw to. And if you double-team Terry McLaurin, then who else does he have to throw to? Like, Antonio Gibson fumbles the ball, like, every five seconds. <laughs> so he's he's also not great. And... They they had that guy, but then he had that incident. So yeah, that's yeah. unfortunate. Yeah, we we wish the best to the Robinson family yeah. because that's that's rough. I mean, he just won the job like what? Right. Less than two days before. Yeah. He was named the starting running back and then gets shot and robbed less than two days later. That is so unfortunate. Lower extremity. They said hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully recovers fully. Yeah. The I think the Commanders are not good. The the problem with Carson Wentz is Carson Wentz was only able to do it for about eight games one time. Yeah, and, about 12 games one yeah. season. And yeah, then yeah. you got enough film on him and you could figure him out. Mm-hmm. And this is what happens with like a lot of guys who show up. I'll use like a baseball analogy. A lot of guys can show up in the major leagues and just get a bunch of hits in a row, and then you get figured out real quick because everyone else is major league caliber and coaching and pitching and approach and blah, blah, blah. I think that's the story behind Carson Wentz. I like the Eagles only if they play Gardner Minshew, and they won't play Gardner Minshew. <laughs> so I don't like the Eagles. Miss me with Jalen Hurts. I think the Giants are the worst of the three. So by default, the Cowboys are your NFC East champions and go into the playoffs, and they probably have six wins against the division and whatever else they grab elsewhere. This is like a 12-win team. Uh, I'm not a Jalen Hurts believer either. 
but he's going to be good enough. Their three-headed monster at running back is going to be good enough. They got depth at wide receiver, and they got uh, Jalen Hurts a legit deep threat in A.J. Brown. I think A.J. Brown could be that dude if he gets enough targets, clean targets. I got Philadelphia winning the division and Cowboys flirting with barely being over 500. Maybe let's call it 9-8. and eight. And sorry, Albuquerque. Sorry, Cowboy Nation. Your Dallas Cowboys missed the playoffs this year. Oh, that take hurts me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get a lot of hate mail for this one. When's the last time they had back-to-back double-digit wins? I'm trying to be that guy right now. Like, I'm not trying to be like... They're like... The Cowboys are like the Phillies. Is right? it the mid-90s? Like, the Phillies, like, over their last 50 games, are 25 and 25. Over the last 200 games, yeah. they're 100 and 100. Over their last 1,000 games, they're 500 and 500. It's interesting me and a team that knows they need to win and knows they're going to get primetime games and knows they have national and worldwide attention that they waste, like, opportunities, like draft picks on guys like Micah Parsons and Tavon Diggs. Like, you get, <laughs> you get offensive guys. You get guys who can move the ball and score and light up the scoreboard. It's a boring approach. The best player on their team is C.D. Lamb. He's not that good. But because the rest of the division is so bad, they're just keeping pace, and they're going to catch Ws. I have absolutely no idea how you can say somebody <laughs> wasted a draft pick on a guy with 13 sacks and a guy with 11 interceptions. Well, I just like it, it, I think they're, I think Mike Parsons is our best player, mainly because the Cowboys, they need that pressure, and Mike Parsons provides that, and I think their corners are really good. I mean, I will admit, I may love Trayvon Diggs, but he's got to cut down on the yardage allowed. I think a lot of it was he's just got too aggressive as he started getting more interceptions. Trayvon big play digs, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. a wide receiver on the other side of the ball. He either gets an <laughs> interception or you get a deep touchdown off of him. Yeah. Um, I think I have the Cowboys also going about 12-5. and five. I, I think they maybe take an L to the Eagles one time this year because – it, it hurts me to say it, but the Eagles are going to be good this year, mm-hmm. and they're going to give us a run for our money in the division because they just have they got they got offensive weapons. It's going to come down to can Jalen Hurts can he be that guy? Like I think we've seen the potential from Jalen Hurts, and he can run, he can scramble. That's maybe what he's best at. Um, and I just think if he can continue to build on that the Eagles could be a playoff team. So I have them as my last wild card team. Yeah, I got the Eagles winning the division. I really like the roster. I really like the makeup. I like the modern offense. I think I think Jalen Hurts is a world beater, but I see Jalen Hurts taking the next step, winning some close games, hitting some big plays to some good wide receivers. I mean, the Eagles' wide receiver core is so deep, they just got rid of their first-round pick for peanuts. Like, <laughs> Jalen Rieger who got picked one pick before Justin Jefferson. I'm not justifying the pick, but I'm saying that's high, as highly touted he was. Now Minnesota has uh, Thielen, Jefferson. Uh, uh, A.J. Brown. Osborne. Oh, Osborne. Yeah, sorry. Osborne, and then Rieger is the Vikings' fourth wide receiver. That's a wonderful problem to have. But the Eagles' wide receiver core is so loaded, they got rid of that guy. I like the Eagles making some noise this year. I see Jalen Hurts taking a, a little step forward, doing just enough to win some close games. Uh, my problem with Dallas isn't Dak Prescott. It's not Zeke and Pollard. 
which I think when healthy, it's a great one-two combo. It's not CeeDee Lamb. It's not Micah Parvin. It's not um, Trayvon Diggs. It's the offensive and defensive line. The trenches are when you know you have to control the trenches to allow your skill position players to do their thing. And on both sides of the ball, I think Dallas is lacking in the trenches. They're going to get pushed around. Dak Prescott's going to be going to get I don't know six or seven concussions this year, maybe double double digits, maybe I don't know. But the Cowboys, it wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if they put it together and maybe have like a twelve and five season, like you said, Ryan. But I just don't think that they can control the line of scrimmage and their skill position players are going to get beat up and their skill position players on defense aren't going to have the ability to make opportunities because the other team's just going to do whatever they want. Hot take. The division has the worst coaching in all in football. Are you guys on that page? Yeah. That's not a hot take. Rivera? Yeah. I think Sirianni's good. I do not agree with that at all. <laughs> Who's the other guy? Dable? Is that the guy in New York? Yeah. Who, mm-hmm. Okay, congratulations to him, said uh, Bill Belichick. And then the McCarthy, who used to coach Green Bay, who just kept losing playoff opportunities in, in Super Bowls up there. None of these guys know the strategy of the game. None of these dudes know how to inspire. And I think that's how – I think that's the reason W has come to Dallas because none of these guys are going to beat each other. Like, you – None of these teams are going to be over 500, and the Cowboys are going to be at the top of it. Isn't that funny how, like, McCarthy and Rodgers is, like, the exact opposite of Belichick and Brady? It's like, why do the Packers keep losing in the playoffs? Is it McCarthy or is it Rodgers? <laughs> and I think the problem is they've both proven themselves right because Rodgers keeps losing in big games in the playoffs, and so does McCarthy. Not it's winners. the opposite of Belichick and Brady. They're just not winners. Like... <sighs> They win despite each other. Like they, for some reason, they get, they lucked into them for so long, and now that they're separate, I just I don't. Man, I think Green Bay is going to be good against the division. It's weird how it's worked out, except for the AFC West. I guess really, except for the AFC West and the every team, every team in the NFL is terrible except for one division. Like, how has this happened? Yeah, I I'm being serious. I don't even sure. know how. Like, There's, you know, the the beautiful thing about the NFL is parity. And, you know, so some teams rise and fall really fast. And then with the seeded scheduling. Yeah, like good, te- a, good point. Like a really good team like the Chiefs, I think they're going to miss out on a good season this year because they're playing monsters every week. They're playing playoff teams almost every week. But then the schedule flips and then a, a team that had a, a below par season, maybe because of injuries, has a cupcake schedule and then just gets to slide into the playoffs. Somebody like a, a Minnesota Vikings this year. Mm-hmm. Give me the round down, boys. Who do you got last? Who do you got first? Uh, I got the Eagles, uh, barely squeaking out double-digit wins, making the playoffs. Dallas going nine and eight or eight and nine, missing the playoffs. Washington and Giants. I don't care. Bet the under. I got Cowboys twelve and five taking the division. I got Philadelphia 11 and 5 right there taking that wild last wild card spot. And then Washington and New York Giants, it's a toss up, but I think Washington finishes last. I don't even think I mentioned the Giants cuz they're not worth mentioning. Yeah. Put them in dead last. Give me the Commanders over them for reasons. Yeah. Philadelphia a, a Dallas game better yeah. maybe? Yeah. Yeah. If you go in a half game, I like Scary Terry more than I like Saquon Barkley. That's literally my only reason. Sure. Yeah, it's true. There's your order. Whenever we get back, 
We'll give you the playoffs. We'll give you the Super Bowl, and that'll be the end of our NFL predictioner, previewer, party boy. Tubin on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Weekdays at 1. Oh, brother. On 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program. Okay, boys, we are previewing the NFL. We went through all the divisions as best we could with no expertise except for NFL savant Ryan Ramirez, who joined us. <laughs> there I am. Yeah. All right. Hey, hold on. You killed it today, you did man. very good. good yeah. You. Hey, and, and uh, we're not on Comcast today because reasons, but... Me and Fred have two computers in front of us and notes. Yeah. And you are sitting here just raw dogging a whole season <laughs> Not of caring. NFL. No one. Nothing. And you're nailing it. So congratulations. Great job today, Ryan. Yeah, thank you so much. From the jump, from the jump, from the jump. Okay. <laughs> We're in the playoffs, boys. It's seven from each division, which I recently learned. And then you have to pick a Super Bowl <laughs> champion. Okay. Oh, did I say division? That's Conference. Okay. Yeah. So the AFC gets seven. The NFC gets seven. Who are those seven boys? Give me all of them, and then give me who is your number one seed. Van, you can lead. Okay. In the AFC first. Oh, we're going AFC first. Okay. Oh, did you say NFC? No, no, no. I meant to say AFC. Okay, AFC first. Uh, Bills are going to be the class AFC. Uh, they can flirt with undefeated, but it's just so unlikely in today's NFL. Uh, Bills are the class AFC. They get the bye. Um, Cincinnati. Indianapolis. Los Angeles Chargers will be the rest of the division winners. Your wild cards are the Baltimore Ravens, the Denver Broncos, and the Las Vegas Raiders. I got the Bills at the number one seed. Smart. Uh, Then I got Baltimore and the Chargers and Indianapolis winning the other divisions. And then my wild card teams are the Chiefs. The Ravens and the Broncos. Divisions look like this. San Diego of Los Angeles. (laughs) Buffalo, Cincinnati, Indianapolis. Indianapolis is your number one seed. Woo! That's hot. Vegas, Denver, Baltimore. There you go, boys. That's it. So close. I, I we are all are pretty close. Pretty yeah. Close. So yeah. we're all in agreement that Houston, Jacksonville, Tennessee, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, New York, New England, Miami Chiefs fans can all take the year off. Uh Jacksonville Jaguars, you got a lot to look forward to. You get to see your quarterback finally play with a decent coach and more weapons around him. Congratulations. Yeah, I agree with that. They just got one more year. One more year to <laughs> no. wait. Yeah. Boys, we're in the I playoffs. Agree. We're not talking about your loser Jaguars. <laughs> why not? So oh, you, I know why, because Minshew's gone. Yeah, he's super gone. He's not even bad anymore. Uh, who do you got coming out of the AFC? Uh, NFC this time? No, AFC. Who, of oh, everyone okay. We gave, I see what we're saying. Yeah, of everyone oh, okay. we gave, who do you got I'm, coming I'm gonna out? Sk- I'm going to skip the first round. All right. Okay, because that's... No, no one cares. Yeah, no one cares. So in the AFC championship, uh-huh. I got the number one seeded Buffalo Bills uh, playing the number two seeded... Los Angeles Chargers. Winning that game, I have the Buffalo Bills. Okay, I'm all right. So you got Buffalo coming out over Buffalo over San Diego Bill, Bills Los Angeles. over Chargers. All right, what do you got, Ryan? I got the number one seeded Bills playing the number three seeded Baltimore Ravens, 
And in that game, I have the Ravens coming out over top. As I said, I think Lamar is going to be unstoppable this I year. I like that a lot. God, that's going to be fun to watch Ravens, if that happens. Yeah. <laughs> Win one on the road. Uh, upset of all upsets, boys. I got the Colts coming out. I think the Colts are the AFC team. I think it's because of the running back. I think it's because of Matt Ryan, who's finally going to have some confidence around him. If I had to pick a team that they're going up against, I think give me Las Vegas. I think Las Vegas has the talent. Um, I don't care which one of them beat Buffalo to get there, but Buffalo is going to lose to one of those two teams. And I got the Colts coming out of the AFC. You guys both have Buffalo. That is correct. No, no, no. You got the no, Ravens. I had the Ravens. Oh, the Ravens. Yeah. yeah. All right. Ryan got the Ravens. Van has Buffalo. Freddie Fames got Indianapolis. There we go. Okay. So the NFC. This one is... Not as fun as the AFC. Okay. Well, okay. Why is that? Because Arizona goes, Tampa Bay goes, Green Bay goes, Dallas goes, and then whoever else makes it doesn't matter because it's only those four teams. So if Minnesota sneaks in the way that I think they will, <clears throat> if San Francisco sneaks in, if they play Jimmy Garoppolo, and then I guess... Carolina? Because I don't think the Rams are going to do anything. So so give me give me Arizona winning the division, Tampa Bay, or excuse me, Arizona winning the division, Tampa Bay winning the division, Green Bay winning the division, Dallas winning the division, and whoever you throw in behind cool, San Francisco, Minnesota, I guess Carolina. I, that's not bad. Uh, Carolina's a fun pick. Yeah. If Baker Mayfield is competent and Chris McCaffrey's healthy, they're, number one, going to be fun to watch. Number two, they're going to turn some heads. Uh, my NFC breakdown, uh, I got Tampa Bay, the number one seed. I think they're just going to beat up on the South and win a bunch of games. They're loaded at every position group. Tampa Bay's your number one seed, gets a bye. Eagles win the East. Uh, Packers win the North. Rams win the West. And your wild card teams are Minnesota, San Francisco, and Arizona. All right, so I got, as my number one seed, I have the Rams. Uh, and then I have, winning my other divisions, I have the Vikings, I have the Saints, and I have the Cowboys. And then my wild card teams are the Buccaneers, the Packers, and the uh, Eagles. Okay. Now you want to kick off? I do. I got it. Okay. So... Because it was a 17-0 undefeated season. <laughs> Here we go. Plus the playoffs, so that would make them 19. That would make them 20-0, is that correct? At the end of the year. Okay, so okay, so 19 card. into the Super Bowl, yeah. so eventually 20. Okay, so give me in his farewell season, his final charade, his look what I can do. Give me Tom Brady coming out as the NFC champion over, oh, man, if there is a God green bay because i would love to see tampa bay over green bay in an nfc championship where number one i get to celebrate the greatness of tom brady and number two i get to watch van cry like a child at howie's sports book i want tampa bay coming out of the nfc to face the colts in the uh super bowl world series i wish we would have discussed our picks earlier because mm-hmm. i unfortunately the aaron Rodgers apologist the Packers fan, since my beloved Oilers left Houston, I also have Tom Brady beating Aaron Rodgers, and you are exactly right. I am going to be hammered and emotional. I'm going to be all jacked up on too much cheese and fried food, and I'm going to watch Aaron Rodgers 
lose another NFC Championship mm-hmm. game to the GOAT, Tom Brady. Tom Brady beats Aaron Rodgers and goes to the Super Bowl to face the Buffalo Bills. Ryan. I will say I would love to see that game. That would be a really <laughs> good game. Um, but I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers against this very hot take, I'd say, against the Minnesota Vikings. Woo! Insanely hot. Ooh, that is spicy. Now, I got the Vikings there because I think once they make the playoffs, they're really going to turn it up. Okay. And I think they're going to make it to the championship, and I think they're going to lose by, like, a field goal to Tom Brady. Super tight. I, I just think there's no way Tom Brady does not make it to the Super Bowl in well, this last year. I hope A. Marie and my friend J.C. and my friend Ross are all listening to you right now because that will make <laughs> them very happy. We they cur- are all purple bros so we currently have two tampa bays and one minnesota coming out of the nfc and the thing we can all agree on is that the los angeles rams is losers they is losers you are so wrong is that what we're all saying we're all in complete agreement that they're wrong terrible and chalky and and the worst team in in all of football is that what we're saying you are i think they'll choke in the playoffs yes (laughs) yes you do ryan i don't think they're gonna choke i think they will get beat by a superior opponent in a well-matched game well um that's a kind way of saying they're choke artists, yes. Okay, cool. So it comes down to the Super Bowl, boys. We will be at it. We will be celebrating. You won't, Ryan. You're not. I mean, you've got a couple more years, so you're at that one. The, uh, I got the Colts versus Tampa Bay. What do you have, Van? I will be there live in Phoenix, Arizona. Mm-hmm. I have Tom Brady mm-hmm. winning another one, riding out into the sunset, yep. retiring with his weird surgically fixed face that's a and thing. beating beating the next tom brady josh allen okay handing the crown over to josh allen and riding off into the sunset a super bowl champion one more time tampa bay over buffalo is what van has ryan you got baltimore versus minnesota who do you got in the w baltimore column? versus uh tampa bay tampa bay yeah. who, do you, who do you got baltimore or tampa bay so I have Baltimore because I have Lamar stealing the crown from Tom yeah. Brady. Okay. As I said, oh man, I, Lamar's just going to go off this season. It's, I mean, the MVP race might not even be close. He's going to have such a good season. <laughs> so sweet. Dude, I love, I love, I, I think Ryan's season is my favorite season. Yes. Besides <laughs> Tom Brady beating Aaron Rodgers and just shoving it in his face one more time that he's the postseason goat. 